Now, we already heard this morning from about how high energy costs are hitting those already struggling to make ends meet. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said the energy price reductions, reductions are nowhere near enough and signalled the government would take action if bills did not start coming down faster. These latest concerns come as TDs criticised Electric Ireland for reducing energy costs by 10% for small to medium-sized businesses, but not for households. That cut comes into effect today. So why is Electric Ireland looking after business with reduced rates and not everyday households? Now, before we talk to Niall Farrell, who's energy economist with the ESRI, let's hear more of what Antishuk had to say. It is welcome that two companies so far have announced price reductions. Uh, Penergy has announced reductions for retail customers and Electric Ireland has announced reductions for its business customers. Um, But it's not enough. Uh, It's nowhere near enough. Uh, Wholesale prices are now coming down. I understand that there is a lag between wholesale prices coming down and retail prices for homeowners and businesses coming down. Uh, I get that. Um, But it shouldn't be too much of a lag. Uh, It only took a few months for prices to go up. It should only take a few months for prices to go down. And we expect to see uh, electricity and gas companies uh, reduce their prices uh, over the course of the next months uh, for businesses and for uh, residential customers as well. And it won't just be about polite encouragement. Um, There's a windfall tax coming. And that was Taoiseach Leo Varadkar, Niall Farrell, energy economist with the ESRI, is here in studio. And good morning to you, Niall. Put yourself in the mind of the Electric Ireland executives. Why would they do this? Why would they reduce for medium and small business and not for hard-pressed households? I mean, the stories of how people are finding it so difficult, they're coming at them day by day. Sure. Um, so Electric Ireland, they issued a statement to clarify uh, the rationale. And it turns out uh, the increased prices for SMEs in January, and I think that was an increase of about 38% on average. So this change is perhaps a partial a reversal of that. So they were rolling back to the extent of a 10% reduction for SME customers. Mm. But why not, why not reduce for all customers? Sure, uh, sure. it seems to be, I suppose, a first step on that path. Um, I suppose, put simply, electricity's electricity suppliers they lock in prices ahead of time so where the price of doing a deal today might have gone down it takes a while for that to work through the system and then make its way onto the balance sheet of the energy company and then make its way into the retail price Uh, this would be I would see it as a shoot of optimism Um, when you see these changes by Electric Ireland and also the changes by Pinergy it gives us the signal that they're a bit more optimistic than they were before. They should be, shouldn't they? Because I've seen figures, um, and you can correct me if they're wrong, but that European gas prices are down by something like 85% since August of last year. Yeah, so I I suppose the big issue here is that it takes a while for... Changes in the wholesale market to work its way through to, to changes in the retail market. And the, the time when exactly that happens, I suppose, is the accountants in Electric Ireland who can see the balance sheet to know their portfolio of different uh, prices. It's like they have pr- they've procured electricity at different prices at different moments in time. And when that works through the system, then I suppose mm. they can start buying at, at the reduced rate. Is it a bit like turning the Titanic, though, that Every time we want prices to come down, we're told that it takes a certain amount of time for that to happen. And yet, when prices go up, the perception at least is that the price is passed on very, very quickly to the consumer. I, I suppose, um, I'm not sure exactly how quickly it was, but there, there was a lag as well when the prices were passed on. And whether it will be passed on to the same extent this time, I suppose, it, we need to put the pressure, keep the pressure on for mm. that to happen. Uh, one thing I would say, if I was in this, this, the, 
this the place of somebody who's setting the retail prices in Electric Ireland. And I was, people are much more salient nowadays about the cost of electricity. So if, sure. if there was a 10% reduction, I would be much more inclined to switch to Electric Ireland if I was on a different supplier, for example. So there is a quite an incentive there for them, once it makes sense for them to pass the price on, to, to do so. Okay, so what is government going to do? Signals from Leo Varadkar, Varadkar there about windfall tax, about maybe uh, a greater dividend from the, the state-owned companies like, like Electric Ireland. Uh, are there consequences and maybe unforeseen consequences to a windfall tax and what are they likely to be? Sure. So I suppose economists like myself are always very worried about unintended consequences when we hear about such interventions like this. For example, uh, while it might achieve a goal in the short term, you will be worried that perhaps it might lead to something that we didn't expect in the longer term. One thing that can help mitigate the risk of that is if it's well signalled as being something that's applied for this particular uh, issue and it's it's limited to these extraordinary circumstances. It seems with this windfall tax or or the windfall or revenue Mm -hmm. uh, cap that um, it is quite it is signalled to be in relation to the extraordinary circumstances and I would hope that it would uh, extract the room falls while minimising any negative effects. So are you saying it would be time limited and could it also be designed so that it, it can be quickly implemented and quickly passed on? I think there's there, uh, there's hopes that it will be implemented in, in the coming months um, and as far as I understand it is uh, restricted to whatever time periods are, are applicable for the current increase and if that is the case it gives a signal to the market that um, this is something that we're bringing in in extraordinary circumstances and if you want to invest in the future you still uh, and circumstances are under more conventional uh prices, etc., that uh, you're not going to change the rules unexpectedly unless something like this comes into play. Are we living in a new reality, though, where with the absence of Russian gas, uh, the cost of electricity is going to come down from where it may be at now, but stay high as against what we experienced two years ago? Well, that's it. So there's a lot of positives, for example. There's a lot more certainty now around where our fuel is coming from than, say, six months ago. At an EU level, there's a lot of activity taking place in terms of securing supply and then, you know, tweaking the market design to make sure that that we don't have any unnecessary spikes in electricity prices. So that gives a lot of confidence Mm. to the market. And that sort of confidence means that uh, there isn't unnecessarily unnecessary high prices in terms of electricity prices. However, we still have a situation where we don't have the cheap Russian gas, like you said. Mm. We have the the replacement for that is more expensive uh, uh, gas that's been imported. And as a result of that, then, we we always have this baseline of a higher cost base. In the medium term, at least, we have to rely on that until we start bringing in alternative fuels such such as renewables. Niall, thanks a million for coming in to us. Niall Farrell there, energy economist with the ESRI.